0: Hello, welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, episode 44. And in this one, I want to talk about emotions and particularly about how people make you feel and red flags. And I did a live in my Facebook group over the weekend and I was saying instead of um, looking out for the red flags, use this technique instead. And that is what I want to, to talk through today. There's a lot of stuff going on energetically for me and you might feel the same We've just had a full moon, which was the snow moon on the 5th today. I'm recording this actually on Monday the 6th. So uh, there's a lot of energies going around. I've just sent out a newsletter actually, a weekly, uh, well actually I say weekly, I haven't sent one out this year. It's the first one of 2023. I was talking about energies, I was talking about abundance and manifestation which i love manifest doing manifestation work so maybe that might trip into this podcast as well Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level becoming the best version of yourself i started doing a 14 day quantum activation program i actually started it last year and then stopped i just couldn't complete it there was something really nudging me to do it this year and in january so um i'm i can't remember i think i'm on day 11 at the moment working through I feel that I might get to day 14 because it's a 14 day program and start again it's been a great reminder and a push I found 2022 a bit odd and I can't tell you why because I don't really know it just never got going for me. It never quite got anywhere. I had things that I planned in January last year and they never came to fruition. However, for some reason, they everything's moving. I can't put my finger on exactly what happened. And why it never really got going. But this year seems to be, everything seems to be merging. Just got an email from my editor to say she's emailed back my book. So I'm going to record this and then I'm uh, going to hide away somewhere. And either secretly cry at all the work that needs to be done or... Anyway, she said she really enjoyed it and she thought it was really good, so I hope she's not stroking my ego. However, I just wanted, I wanted to talk about this concept that I've, I have spoken about a couple of times, I'm not quite sure where, but um, it was something that came to me. The term I started using back in about 2017, six years ago, something like that, I can't remember, this term I started using and it's non-negotiable. And red flags were coming up and uh, people have been talking about getting into new relationships and and I see this and I've seen it for a long time in various groups that I'm in and I talk about this a lot I talk about the red flags that got overlooked during the relationship this is what I want to talk about and then I might move on to a little bit of manifestation work let's see where where it goes so let's start at the very beginning that's what Julie Andrews says in the sound of music it's a very good place to start so a red flag is a warning it says when I started trying to understand, understand what happened to me, I found all these terms and that's why I wrote the A set of emotional abuse. I wanted to understand whether there was something in me that was emitting a sound at high pitch that I couldn't hear and certain people couldn't hear, but others could, or whether I had some sort of beacon or something over my head, or a sign that was only visible to certain people. And I went in deep, and I asked so many different questions of myself. And this is why I feel that having honest conversations with yourself is key. One of the things that came up really early on was that I saw the red flags. I saw those warnings, but I didn't walk away. And it was those moments that intrigued me. Why? Why did I override an inbuilt ancient system, my intuition, that told me that there was something wrong? And then I started going a bit deeper and I thought, well, if I overrode red flags, other people must have done. And... When I first started, I'd done a lot of healing work. I was still working. I was still doing Reiki training. I was. A, I am a Reiki master. And everybody over a period of time, I think it was a year that I was training, had experienced emotional abuse. And I thought, "Oh, this is a bit weird." Well, I didn't actually think it was weird. I thought, "Oh, this is really interesting. It happens to me a lot." You know, it isn't it? Is something that does happen to me a lot and people in patterns i i trained as a soul plan practitioner and that's all about the energies of your name and and what the reason that you're here and um, your soul destiny and things like that and i used to find when i was working in that area a lot more and focusing on that People used to bring in the same energies, So I'd have three clients in a row that had very similar energies. Anyway, so I was training people up in Reiki, Reiki 1, Reiki 2, and um, they were had experienced something similar. And then I started to work a bit more in that area, working with deep wounds and the wounding that happened. I was attracting clients that had been in emotionally abusive relationships, and I asked them, did you see the red flags? And 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 they said yes. Emotional abuse or any abuse causes so much damage. Long-term contact with a toxic or emotionally abusive person can actually damage the brain. It damages the hippocampus, which is there on either side of the head, just around the ears, above the ears. And they are in the shape... Of maybe a little seahorse. Damage to the hippocampus can result in memory loss. The stress that's caused by emotional abuse or the abusive relationships triggers the hormones within the body, adrenaline and noradrenaline, which causes the hippocampus to shrink. And it can happen when a child or an adult is under constant threat from intimidating or bullying behaviour. It could be a fear of abandonment, or it could be the destruction or the fear of destruction of a favourite object or toy. And I was asking people, did you see red flags? And I believe that we all did. Maybe I'm wrong. I saw the red flags and I overrode them. And there were certain situations that through fear uh, that I did that. And I started to look at individual events that happened. I really wanted to understand what it was in me that made me override them. So you might have seen red flags. You maybe you didn't listen to the concern that was being raised inside you in a standing what it was or or perhaps uh, there were situations like me where I was told that I misunderstood or a uh, situation or I, I didn't have the correct information or one that i heard a lot was that i had trust issues from other relationships actually it's gaslighting because none of that was true the trust issues actually came from the beginning of the relationship but not even just the beginning of the relationship the first year maybe even longer a red flag is a metaphor for something that's signaling a problem in motor racing they run out with their red flags to slow the drivers down when there's danger, and I've used this before as well. The um, the railway children, in that in the film and the book, Roberta tears off her bloomers to make a red flag to warn a train driver that there had been a landslide and a train a tree had fallen on the tracks. So a red flag is a marker, a marker for concern, and we have this ancient built-in warning system in our bodies that gut feeling that tells you you should be doing something or perhaps you shouldn't be doing something maybe you should be calling someone perhaps you have a feeling that you should be going somewhere and in other situations it might be this isn't feeling right it feels dangerous I want to run away so as I said during the relationship might be during the idealization or devaluing stages this ancient warning system this intuition gets turned off and you see the red flags, you might see one after the other and you start to ignore them and might be because you were told that you had issues, you might question their behaviour and you might be met with oh my gosh, sincere apologies, never going to do that again. Or they project it onto you saying that you're the one that is insecure and you're the one that's been treated badly in the past and that's why you uh, it's triggering you and that's why it's bringing up these emotions even though you have solid evidence, might it be in your hand, proving that something happened. They are very, very sorry, never gonna do it again, or they say that it's your fault that they had to do it. Of course, they go on, they repeat that behavior, and you forgive them, you set them another boundary, your boundaries are moving all the time, and they're pushing at them. I think I did a podcast a few weeks ago on boundaries, and this is what they do. It's, it's, it's a challenge. A boundary is a challenge. And the trouble is you get caught up in this situation. So the red flags get overlooked. Something that's saying, this is dangerous, you need to get out of here, gets overridden. And this usually goes back to other relationships. Because we learn in the first seven years, seven, eight years of our lives what happens in that time is usually the foundation of everything for us and if you were in a family unit or a unit where you had to fight really hard for attention or you might have been the scapegoat or you held on waiting for the attention for that your siblings uh, were receiving you might be in a position that you're holding on in a relationship, waiting for that attention. This is what, one of the reasons you might not leave. Another reason might be that you're mirroring a relationship that you witness parents have might have stayed together that shouldn't have stayed together. I don't believe people, if they're really unhappy, should stay together for the children. If you've got an abusive partner, then that abuse is triggering through. You're teaching your children how to be treated or how to treat people. Back in the beginning of the relationship, your interactions with the abuser were probably really intense. They paid a lot of attention to you. You might have experienced them buying you gifts or taking you out. They loved everything about you. And then that switches you might find that you don't see your friends anymore or you're making excuses to cancel. It might be that a fear that's arising that if you're not around supplying them with the attention that somebody else is. They might say things like, why don't you stay with me tonight? I'm going to miss you so much. And you might feel flattered. Perhaps you've never received this much attention before. And then they drop comments about your friends and your family, making you question those relationships. And then the relationship is over and you don't know who you can trust they've got you to question every relationship that was in your life every person that you were connected to they challenged they might have found something wrong with them or question whether you could really trust them and that's what you then do can i trust this person and you override these feelings so if you are struggling with red flags Perhaps instead of looking out for them, you could look at non-negotiables. A non-negotiable is so much more powerful than something that's saying, oh, warning, warning. This is about sitting down and saying, I'm looking at dating again, or I'm looking at my relationships as a whole. And these are non-negotiable. And if somebody says something to me that makes me feel off, that doesn't sit right with me, then I don't know that I want them in my life. It's about sitting down and looking and saying, and this is where I'm going with the emotional stuff. How does this make me feel? A non-negotiable is really powerful. Sit down with a piece of paper, particularly if you are looking at bringing someone into your life, particularly if you've got children, and you could say to yourself, okay, a non-negotiable would be... If I wanted to spend a certain amount of time with my children a week or I want to set aside a morning, Sunday mornings for my kids, we get up, we have brunch, we do whatever, we have reading time, we watch a film, whatever it is that you want to do, somebody starts encroaching on that and suggesting that you Go out for lunch, just you and them. And they start you to negotiate. So they want to move into that space. They see your children as a threat. To me, that would be a non-negotiable. That is a non-negotiable time I have with my children. And you're trying to manoeuvre me out and put things in the way of me spending that time with them. And I'm sorry, move on. I was talking on on this live that I did at the weekend about video and I think it, it's Matthew Hussey that does it. It's a, it is quite old and he has a flip chart with lots of X's on it. And he says that particularly women, they meet someone, the man doesn't quite fit everything that they're looking for. But rather than move on and say, no, they're not quite right. I'm going to look for what I'm looking for. They try to tweak that person. And he said... The thing is, if you start working through all of these, say they're frogs, you're know, you looking for your Prince Charming and you're kissing all these different frogs. I think that's what the title of the video is called, um, Kissing the Frog. He said, you know, like 15 in is the ideal person, but you're not going to find that because you get fixated on the first one. So maybe it's uh, looking at the vibe that this person gives you. So a non-negotiable would say you don't make me feel right. Inside, there's something that isn't right. Red flags are warnings, but we can override them. This is where your muscle building comes in. This is where healing the original wound, whatever it is that made you stay in that relationship, whatever it was that made you override those red flags, whatever it was that didn't think you were worthy for a better relationship. These emotionally abusive relationships are manufactured and the abuser knows exactly what they're doing. They are seeing you and hearing you for their own benefit on a level that you've never been seen and heard before. They're giving you attention that you might not have experienced before. And this is why you might give them more chances. A non-negotiable is, I'm not giving you one chance, that's it. It doesn't fit, I'm moving on. A red flag or a boundary doesn't give you that. Boundaries get pushed, as I said the abuser loves a boundary they love shoving at them see how far that you will go and they'll break them down so you don't even remember that but right sitting down and writing down non-negotiables this happens in the relationship then it's over and this could be at work it could be if people are treating me in this way and speaking to me in this way then I'm out of here I'm getting a new job might be in your friendship groups you might start to see and this is what happens a lot you start to look outside once this once this abuse wakes wakes you up and you want to investigate and look further in and find out what it is I don't want to repeat this again I don't want to go through this again you start to look at other relationships and you might see patterns something I sat down with a pen and a piece of paper and I wrote down all the people that had been in my life and I started to look and see patterns and patterns of behavior people that I was no longer friends with anyway and other people that were showing a very similar behavior maybe not to the same extent. And there were other people that actually were trying to highlight really early on in the relationship that I had, that it wasn't a healthy relationship. And maybe I should be questioning a few things. And I overrode that I made excuses. um, And I'm sure you might recognize that as well. So a non negotiable is something that is steadfast. It's cemented in it's not a boundary a wooden fence or a picket fence or anything that that can be picked up and moved it is a, like a pole going deep into the cent, to the center of the earth it is not moving you do this i'm really sorry our relationship our friendship is done when you start to look at the original wounds and you start to heal from the inside one of the biggest ones that is so powerful is these honest conversations because all the time you're pretending that no i wouldn't i didn't override red flags um who, who who benefits? You can go and see a therapist, you can go and see a counsellor. You have to build a trust with those people. It might take you a while to build that trust. It might be that you've just got six weeks of, of counselling and it takes you five of those to build that trust. You're never gonna get to that point where you can with yourself because it's in your head. You can have that on its conversation in your head and if you can be really honest as to what happened, you can start healing and shifting some of these wounds really quickly, really, really quickly. And this is why I do the original wound work because it is so powerful and it gets to where it all started. It removes what happened. It removes the emotional hurt that's inside you. And by removing that, you're releasing stuff. You're letting stuff go and you're able to heal on a level that you will never have been able to heal before. You don't have to relive what happened to you. You don't have to tell that story. And this is why these honest conversations with yourself, you on you, are so powerful. Ask yourself, how does this person make me feel? And that can be one of your non-negotiables. If you're walking away from someone uh, that you've spent some time with and they're making you feel icky, or not quite right, or a bit wobbly. Sometimes I feel drained. Sometimes I, I feel when I walk away from certain people, I have to sit down and close my eyes. I do have to sit down and recharge because somebody sucks the energy and life out of me. I have to be really careful with the amount of time I spend with certain people. Even when I put up barriers and protection and things like that, those are my non-negotiables. A person makes me feel like that. I don't need them in my life because they're not giving me anything, they're taking. So instead of using red flags and seeing red flags, go inside and ask, how does that make me feel? I hope this has been helpful and I'm sending you loads and loads and loads of love until next time.